morning, Brother Troy Franklin. Amen. All right. Good morning. How's everybody? Good. Brother Johnson, welcome back. You doing better? Amen. 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 I don't know. I want to make sure. I'm just happy to see you. If you're visiting with us this morning, you're not a member of the Churches of Christ, we say welcome. We're just happy you're here. We're grateful that you take time to be with us, and we want you to know we consider you our honored guests. You're here from another congregation of the Lord's people. It is so good to see you. Those of us who labor here with Brother and Sister Bethea, we expect to see you on Sunday morning. Wes, you doing better? Yes, good, 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 good. All right. I heard the babies talking to each other. They're having a conversation. One of them said, I hope Brother Frazier ain't going to be too long. The other one said, yeah, because I'm hungry. That's the way babies talk. They're going to be right. I'm not going to be too long. Continue to pray for uh, Brother Crenshaw. Please pray for him that the doctors will do what they can and that God will heal him as he struggles with the cares of this world. Um, Tuesday, I'm going to the dentist to get my wisdom tooth out. I'm hoping I benefit from that. If I can drop some LBs, it'll be a blessed thing. And, uh, but I can eat ice cream, he said, so. Y'all bring me some ice cream Wednesday. All right? Please. No nuts in it. I like, um... That's all right. That's all right. Thank you, Brother Franklin. Thank you, Brother Bill, for... And thank you, uh... We're into the third month of, of this year. Most of us decided in December that we want to make our lives a little better. And, and I, I, I don't know how we're doing with it, but in order to make our lives different, we have to change some things in our lives. Is that all right? And, and, and see, and sometimes we realize that we need to make changes, but we come to the conclusion that we can do it by ourselves. And sometimes we cannot make changes by ourselves that we need to make. And sometimes we need help. 
we need help in, in, in making changes. So that's that's where I want to to kind of center our minds. Turn your Bibles to the Gospel according to John, the passage that Brother Bill read, and I, I I'm just going to read this passage, and then we'll talk about what's going on here, and then the lesson will be yours. The Bible says in John 5 and verse 1, after this there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew towns Bethesda, having five porches. In there lies a great multitude of intimate folks, blind, hope, weary, waiting for the movement of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whoever then first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole of whatever the disease he had. And a certain man was there who had had an infirmity for 30 and 8 years. When Jesus saw him lying and knew that he had been now a long time in the pool, in that condition, he says unto him, Will thou want to be made whole? Do you want to be made whole? Two things is evident in this verse. Number one, this man was in this condition for a long time. Number two, Jesus raised the question. In this condition for a long time, and Jesus raised a question. The condition was there for a long time. But Jesus asked a question. What was the question that Jesus asked? Do you want to be made whole? Think about that for a second. Do you want to be made whole? Now watch the answer. 
I have no man to put me in the pool. Every time I try to step in, someone runs ahead of me. Watch the question. Do you want to be made whole? Watch his answer. I have no man. You see, the question, do you want to be made whole? Answer, I have no man to put me in the pool. John, John wanted to show the deity of Christ. John wanted us to know that Christ is the, the son of God with power. He wanted us to know that Jesus Christ is God in the flesh. In John 1, he starts off by saying in 14, and the spirit became flesh and dwelled among us. He concluded in John 20 and said many other signs truly that Jesus did in the midst of the disciples that are not written in this book. He said, but these are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the son of God. And believing on him, you might have life. John not only says, declare that Jesus is the son of God, but John is saying that Jesus can identify himself with power. When you think of a miracle, a miracle is something that identifies power. Bible miracle, Troy. Let me just get that straight. Because in John chapter 2, Jesus turned water into wine. That was the very first miracle that he did. And then you remember in John 4, he healed the nobleman's son. And now we come into John chapter 5, and he heals this man, telling this man to do something that he thought he couldn't do. All right. Is that all right? Yeah. Do you want to be made whole? I have no man to put me into the pool. Do you want to be made whole? All right. Subject. It's time for a change. It's time for a change. John says that there was a feast in Jerusalem. The scholars didn't know what it was, whether it was Pentecost, whether it was the feast of the Passover. All they knew that it was a feast. And the Bible says that Jesus came to this feast. 
And there in Jerusalem, on the northeast corner of Jerusalem, there is a pool that called Bethesda. Now, Bethesda in the Hebrew town mean the house of mercy. Everybody need a place of mercy. Everybody need a place when they can come in and find mercy. Everybody need a place where they can find, come in and find love. Everybody need a place where they can come in and nobody would judge them. Everybody need a place where they can come in and lay the cares of the world aside. Everybody need a place when they can come in, share and give love. Are you with me this morning? Everybody need a place of mercy. And brothers and sisters, there's no place like mercy than the church of Christ. There's a pool with five porches. And the porches, according to John, was filled impotent people. They had come to this place because the Bible says that at a certain season, an angel will come in and trouble the water. Now when the angel shows up to trouble the water, something happens. But I want us to understand that the power of the healing is not in the water. Is that all right? But the angel comes in and troubled the water. And then the Bible says the first person that entered into the water is healed by whatever the disease. So let me ask the question. Is it the water or is it the angel? Or, Lord have mercy, or is it God and your belief in God? Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. See, without faith, it is impossible to please God. He that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seeks him. Here John says, John says, at this pool in Bethesda, there is a multitude of in ill individual. And they sit there and they wait. Because watch the Bible. For once a year, the angel comes down and troubles the water. Once a year. 
the angel comes down and troubled the water just for my lesson, just for the lesson. Let's say there's five porches, Troy, and there's a hundred people on every one of the porches. And when the angel come down, only one out the 500 is going to be healed. Only one out of the 500 is going to be healed. What happened to the 499? They wait. On, there's no trick question here. I'm going somewhere. I, I just need you to go with me. Yeah, yeah. That, there's no, they wait yeah. for another year, but they know that only one person is going to be healed. But whatever the disease is, they're saying it's worth for me to stay here. So I have a shot at being healed. Now, if they didn't show up to the pool in Jerusalem, they had no chance of being healed. So whatever it is, it's worth sitting there 364 days waiting for the angel. And the chances are one out of 500. Yeah. Ain't that something? But you had no choice. Mercy. Watch the text. The text says, and a certain man was there which had an infirmity for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there, watch the text, 500 people there, and Jesus saw him out of all of the people in this audience this morning that got a problem, I'm so happy that Jesus saw me. The Bible says, a why would John said a certain man? Because not everyone was going to have an audience with Jesus. But this certain man, out of all of the people that sat on the porches around the pool of Bethesda, Jesus saw him. Huh? Out of all of the people that you work with, out of all of the people that you come in contact with, day by day, Jesus see you. Jesus sees you. And, 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 and not only does Jesus saw him, but the Bible said Jesus knew him. 
in the condition that he was in. Brothers and sisters, it doesn't matter how long you've been in your condition. It's time to change. It's time to change. You say, well, Brother Fraser, why should I change? You need to change in order to be healed. You need to change because you've been in the situation for so long. But watch the, watch the text now. I'm going to get to my lesson in a minute. But I, just watch the text. This man was sick or whatever it was, for 30 and eight years. Now let me show you two things about this man. The Bible doesn't tell us the man's name. The Bible doesn't even tell us what his condition was. See, because the name wasn't important. Even the condition that he's in wasn't important. But we knew that it, whatever it was, he just didn't discover it yesterday. Amen. Whatever it was, he just didn't find out last week. Whatever he had, he had it for 38 years. And now Jesus comes along and he sees the man. Watch the man. The man was laying there. Jesus saw him lying there. And he knew that this man had been in this situation a long time. So watch him. Watch Jesus. He walks through the crowd. And he gets to the man, Roman, and he asks the man, do you want to be made whole? Isn't that a good question? Do you want to be made whole? I know you've been in this situation for a long time. Do you want to be made whole? But watch the man. I have no man to put me into the pool. The man was so wrapped up into his situation that he did not hear the question that Jesus asked him. See, so many times, brothers and sisters, we are in a situation and we're so wrapped up in the situation that we forget all about whether we can get out of it. Come on, man. Come on. See, in our lives, all of us mess up. Every one of us in here mess up. And the person who's sitting in there saying, I don't mess up, yeah, you got a problem too because you're lying to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> the man, watch the man. Jesus asked the man a question, and he said, I have no man to put me into the pool. Now, Jesus is a man. But the man said, I have no man. Do you want to be made whole? Now, watch this. If the man believed, 
that the power was in the pool and he came to his conclusion that he had no one to put him in the pool when Jesus asked him the question why wouldn't a man say can you help me in the pool you, you, come on this, I, all, I'm, all I'm doing is exegeting the text the text said Jesus asked him do you want to be made whole brothers and sisters whatever situation you in this morning you don't have to stay in that situation you don't have to stay in the situation don't put all of your hope well I've been in it so long I might now you you listen it's time for you to make a change it doesn't matter and now watch him I have no one, no man to put me into the pool. And every time I try to move into the pool, somebody step in front of me. Let me tell you something. Every time you try to better yourself, somebody is going to step right in front of you. Somebody, every time you, whenever you're trying to do better in your life, don't think that everybody is for you. Amen. Don't think that everybody said, well, I hope you make it, hoping you make it. Don't think that because everybody smile in your face that they love you. Every time you try to do better in your life, somebody is going to step in front of you. Amen. Somebody is going to try. You, you, you ever hear somebody? It doesn't matter how great things are. They always got something negative to say. Amen. Brothers and sisters, if you want to move, you got to change the people you're dealing with. There's some folks in our life, we just need to leave those people alone because they don't mean us no good at all. Amen. They're happy that you're in the situation you're in. And then there's another thing, let me tell you, since I'm on the street. Because you are striving to do something, and you got a setback, don't give up. Don't, don't, don't give up. If you want to get your college degree and you got a setback, don't give up. Still get your college degree. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I saw a lady the other day. She came in to university and she said, I'm graduating this May. Amen. I said, you are. She said, I've been trying this, fighting for this degree for 42 years. She said, Mr. Frazier, I'm graduating this May. I said, well, God bless you. She said, I, so I said, you know, I said, you looking for a job? She said, no, I don't need a job. I'm retired. But all I wanted to do for myself was obtain a degree. She's going, and then, you know, she's, I'm going to be 73 in August. 
I said, I hope it's August the 8th. She said, no, it's the 14th. I said, oh, God bless you anyway. See, what? why? Why is that so important to her? She, throughout all of the obstacles, she's going to obtain a degree. And it's not a degree to get a job. It's a degree to satisfy her inner self. Don't you ever, brothers and sisters, young folks, don't let people tell you what you can't do. If you got a setback, that's all right. Make a change. Life is not an end because you had a setback. The world is not over because you had a setback. Every one of us had a setback. All you got to do is make up in your mind. And parents, we got to encourage our young people to say, don't give up. Don't give up. This man had this illness for 38 years. And now Jesus asked him, do you want to be made whole? He puts all of his attention in the situation instead of the solution. I have no man. You're talking to a man. How are you going to say you don't have no man? I have no man to put me in the pool. Every time I try to get in, someone step in front of me and get in the pool before I do. See, there's no rules that you have to be done with something in a certain time. That, that, there's no rules. See, parents tell you, you need to get in there and get out in four years. Yeah. That, that, that's a myth. That, that happened 50 years ago. Wow. You're not, only a few, you're not in the majority no more. When you get out in four years, you're an exception. Is that seven and six, seven, eight? I looked at my son the other day. I said, how long does it take you to get six credit? You've been telling your mother and I that for, seemed like six years. And then they come back at me. You said as long as we get out. Yeah. Well, when? That's all. See, if, if, and if you're looking for a job and you get turned down today, get up in the morning. There's one out there for you. And do not allow people to tell you you ain't never going to be nothing. That is one of the worst things that we can ever tell our young people. You ain't never going to do nothing. When they give up on you, you make them out of a lie. When they get out, that's what you do. Kill them with success. 
Because there, there's sometimes, I, I'll tell you, I, I remember when I was in college, there would be night before my accounting is in, I'd be in that crying. I can't take this. But you know what, in the back of my mind, somebody back home said he'll be back. He gone now, but he'll be back. I, I was determined I was going back, but not without a degree. See, brothers and sisters, you, the world is yours if you want it. Folks, and, 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 and you know one of the, the most heartening things? Sometimes it's the closest person to you that is holding you back. The person that you always would think got your back. Be the first one to say, you ain't never going to make nothing out of yourself. Don't, don't, don't listen to that kind of stuff. Amen. Don't listen. You want to write your book? Write your book. <laughs> you want to build, make, you might be the person to discover cure for cancer. Don't let nobody turn, your, turn you or uh, hold you from doing what you want to do. Amen. Sure. We get setbacks in our lives. But if we allow the situation to outweigh the solution, we lost the battle. This man, for 38 years. See, sometimes we get in relationship, and we know the relationship not good for us, but we say, well, financially, I can't leave. Leave! Just, just go to it. Look, change your lifestyle. Why be in a miserable situation day after day after day? Free yourself. Let God take care of you. That's what he promised. He said, I'll never forsake you. Well, I'll never leave you. If you're in a situation that doesn't do you no good, leave and then tell God. Now, you told me. You told me that you were going to take care of me and put him to the test. Every now and then, I got to say, now look here. God, they've laying off people. I need a job. Now, I don't care if you don't, if craft cut me tomorrow, that's fine. When I wake up on Wednesday morning, have some, another one for me. God will do that for you, brothers and sisters. I, I'm not telling you what somebody tell me. I've lived this. I've lived this. I told y'all on, on numerous occasions. 86 people in my office and 5 o'clock, there were six. And I was one of the six. Why? Trust in the Lord and lead not unto thy own understanding. When you think the person that's supposed to help you, don't get mad. If, if they, that be the one to put that crab in the barrel mentality. We, 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 we don't got so that we don't want nobody to be successful except me. But guess what? All of us going to that hot water pot. That, that, that'll come through tomorrow. When you said, that's what Brother Frazier, you keep pulling down. We all had it. Yes, sir. 
to obey. The man, listen to the man. Jesus asked the question, I'm almost done. Do you want to be made whole? The imputed man said, sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. See, this man is thinking that it's the water that does the healing. That ain't the water. That water is there every single time. But nothing happened until God sends the angel down. And then when the angel come, only one person. Now watch Jesus. Jesus does not send this man to another pool. I'm just reading the text. There's five, there's one pool, five porches. Jesus doesn't tell this man, go to another pool. He didn't tell this man, wait until next year until the angel come back. He didn't even tell the man, I'll help you in the pool. He asked the man, do you want to be made whole? And then see, what Jesus does with us, even when we don't have enough sense to answer the question that he asked, he still blesses us. You're looking at this man and say, why in the world do you want to be made whole? Yes, you, you would think. Do you want a job? Well, every time I go on an interview, they give it to some. Is that the. See, sometimes you have to listen to the question that is being asked. Uh, it's just so crazy. You, you go to an interview and then. Somebody said, well, how was the interview? You said, well, the interview was good. They might call me back. Then they asked you, did you ask for the job? Oh, I didn't know I was to do. Why'd you go? Why'd you go? If I'm going on an interview, before I leave, I'm going to say, do I start tomorrow? And then I'm going to let them tell me. Well, not yet. Because I'm ready. I'm going. I'm ready to start. Can I start tomorrow? And then they'll say, well, I got two more candidates. Okay, I'll call you back in, in a few days. But why you need two more candidates? I'm here. I'm ready to go. See, if you don't ask for it, you can never get it. Brothers and sisters, don't be afraid to act. And if anybody you can ask for anything, it's God. Lord, I've been in this situation. I... I got these five kids, and we don't know where to go. But I'm tired of this situation. Make a change. Make a change and trust God in your life. You, you own a job that, no, no, let me, let me be careful how I put this stuff, because you come back in and you told me quit my job. I, no, no, I didn't say that. I said for you to trust God. And allow God, sometimes you got to make, make a change in your life. Watch, watch this. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. And then watch what Jesus has said. I'm dying at verse number eight. 
Jesus says to the man, rise, take up your bed, and walk. I don't know what the man's problem was. We can speculate that he couldn't walk because nobody helped him in. The man may be blind and couldn't see. But watch Jesus. Jesus doesn't tell this man, I'll call someone to help you. Jesus doesn't say to this man, well, I'll tell you what. I'll stand here and when the angel come back next year, I'll make sure that you get in the pool. Jesus doesn't do none of that. Jesus doesn't tell the man, can you do this? All Jesus says to the man, take up your bed and walk. And the Bible says, immediately, immediately this man took up his bed and he walked. Immediately, that man was made whole, took up his bed, and walked. And that same day being the Sabbath, uh, that's, that's the sequence for the next one. But, but this morning, whatever your situation is, it's just time to make a change. You just got to trust God in your change. You, you see, it, it, because everybody that tell you they're your friend, they're not your friend. Amen. They're not your friend. They just, they just trying to, to see that you fail. Amen. See, I, I tell you, I got one friend, that he, he's 56 or 57. Never was married. But then he tells me, you wouldn't let that woman tell you what time you need to be home. Where's your wife? How in the world a single man who never was married going to tell? I said, okay, man. I see you. I, I gotta be home. And you sleep in the night at 2:30. I'm in the bed trying to get some sleep, and she's telling, "Why didn't you call?" Yeah. Person who got a job. Don't you let a person who don't have a job tell you? I would just, I would not let them tell me that. That's the reason. That's the reason they don't have one. Yeah, they, they, they can, person who ain't got nothing, gonna, they will always tell you. I can't believe you pay that much for a car. He got a bus pass. Say that, you, you, brothers and sisters, what am I trying to help us to understand? If you put all your faith and your trust in God, everything's going to be all right. Amen. Everything's going to be all right. If you're here this morning, you're not a member of the Lord's church, it's time to make a change in your life. It's time for you to have a relationship with God. And see, I'm not talking about a relationship where you think that God is going to take care of you. That's not a relationship with God. Those things happen. Satan got blessings too. 
See, you, you think because you're being blessed, it's God? No. Do you think Satan will not have blessings if he didn't want you? Satan got blessings too. That's what he tells Jesus. Amen. All these kingdom I'll give to you if you bow down and worship that's me. Right. He got to have something to offer you. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a relationship with God where God will love you in spite of you. Amen. It doesn't matter what you do. God will forgive you for it. Amen. That's what I'm talking about. It's time for a change. You in a, a relationship that is hindering you, get out of the relationship. Amen. Trust God. You someplace you don't want to be, make the change. And believe that God is able to help you with the change. Amen. And don't allow negative, get rid of those negative thinking people. Amen. Doesn't matter how bright the sun is. Well, you see that cloud over there? Yeah, It'll yeah. be over here. Yeah. You don't need those people in your lives. Yeah. That, that's exactly, they're draining you. Yeah. You can't prosper because the negativeness of people around you. And sometimes just get in your car and go. And when they call, don't answer. Yes, sir. Come on. Don't answer. Amen. How do you come? You come to God by hearing the word, because that's how faith comes. Believe in what you heard. Repent of your sins. Confess your faith in Christ. Be baptized in water for the remission of your sin. And God will add you to the church. And those of us who are in Christ, it's time for us to change. We just need to do something different. Because before you know it, 2017 going to be here. And you're going to say, I'm the same situation I was in at the beginning. Whatever you want to do in your life, put your faith in God and do it. I think I had enough. Come right now as we together stand and sing. Hear the word, believe it, repent of your sins, confess your faith in Christ. We'll baptize you in water for the remission of your sin. Be faithful till death. He'll give you a crown to life. As Brother Franklin lead us in the song. Final.